Hi everybody, you're listening to the Work Podcast with Fox and Maya. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you're not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. This podcast is about rope bondage. Rope bondage is edge play with inherent risk, and we strongly recommend that you get proper training and listen to episode zero before attempting it. You can find the episode at the top of our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. Fox is a rigger, and Maya is a bottom, and we're rope partners. We've been practicing together for just over a year. We're excited to share our passion for rope with you. And we live in Thailand, which is amazing. <laughs> and today we've got a new segment called Rope Focus, and we're going to focus on a specific tie. And for our very first Rope Focus, we're going to go to space with <laughs> gravity boots. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Fox, what is or what are gravity boots? Uh, gravity boots are a very specific tie that you do around the ankle and the upper part of the foot. Okay, so can you can you describe the the shape for us? What what does it look like? Um, it's it doesn't really look like a boot as much as a sandal, I suppose, but it does kind of look like you've got a shoe on, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does, for sure. So what happens is the gravity boot, you tie it on uh, one foot at a time. Obviously, you can do both or just one foot. Um, it wraps around your ankle higher than those big rounded uh, bony parts you have either side of your ankle, the malleolus. You know those, Maya? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what that that's what they were so that's, called. That's the malleolus. <laughs> okay. Uh, so imagine you've got a few wraps sitting higher than those. Mm-hmm. And then you have connected wraps on yeah, the, the top part of your foot, uh, if, that, if that makes any sense. And then your ankle wraps and your foot wraps are connected together with weaving. Hmm. Yeah, they look they look very pretty. I think gravity boots. Uh, they do. Like every tie that has a lot of weaving in it, usually ends up looking pretty good. But mm. actually, the weaving is not for uh, aesthetical reasons as okay. much as others. What you don't like pretty rope, folks? I do not. I do not, in fact. Uh, if, if, you want, if you want to piss me off, calling my rope pretty is a very good way to do that. Just asking, just asking. Okay, so tell us why, why the weave is important then if you don't like pretty rope. Um, the weave is important because it's a great way to create a structure to support load. Um, think of a basket. Like A basket mm-hmm. is essentially fibers weaved together, right? Mm-hmm. And you can put some pretty heavy stuff in a basket, can't you? Like mm-hmm. eggs and bottles of milk to go to the market <laughs> or whatever you use the basket for. <laughs> I don't think that's what I use a basket for. I, I, okay. ha- I, I haven't used a basket for a little while. Right, I can I can see that. It sounds like a fairy tale, in fact, like Red Wedding Hood or something. Uh, anyway. Well, I was I was thinking of Perrette et le Potolet, but uh, maybe that's just a French thing. <laughs> Anyway, the basket wraps, yes, yes. Uh, and anyway, the, the weaving is there to give structural integrity and especially comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you have um, a lot of weaving somewhere in a tie, you create a flat area that is pretty good at supporting load. Mm, okay, so it's spreading the load around the ankle and the foot. Yeah, because when you've got um, 
a single rope or a single set of wraps, you're supporting load essentially on a line, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas if you do a weave, you can build a pretty large squarish area that's going to act more as a spread out surface. Mm -hmm. I think what might be a good idea is if we put a photo of the gravity boots up on our set and we link to it. I think sure. that might be helpful. Or uh, we might, to... uh, we may even use one as the episode image or something. Mm, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, look, we'll look at doing that. Okay. Uh, so you've got this bit around the ankle and this bit on the foot that are linked by your weave. So the, the weaving part would be uh, at the juncture. Uh, I don't know, what do you call that in English? That place where the bottom of your leg links to the top of your foot? Like this, ankle. this upper the... part of the ankle. So... Like it's all ankle, the, the ankle top, bone, the, ankle. The top of your ankle. Mm -hmm. Like okay. if you were to, uh, if you were to kick, if you were to kick someone, that's the bit you would use probably. Maybe. I okay. Mean, Maya, Maya, you're the Krav Maga expert here, so tell us. Yeah, I don't, not sure. Anyway, so how this sounds quite a difficult, um, a difficult tie. So how how do you actually do the tie? Uh, you start by something I find really interesting which is, you do a lark's head, you put that lark's head around the toes of the foot you're going to tie, but that first bit of tying is actually a temporary one. And that's, mm -hmm. I think, something that's quite original. You don't see in many ties, and I like that idea a lot, because you're storing that rope in the, in the lark's head on the toes for later use, when you're gonna do your final knot, which is going to be in a different place. So you've got this very interesting idea of securing rope somewhere temporarily, because you're going to use it somewhere else later in the tie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and what position are you in? Um, well, you can be in any position, but I have a favorite uh, because it, it takes a little bit of, uh, of time to tie the gravity boot. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not something you do in 20 seconds. Yeah. So I, I'd rather take the time to position myself and my bottom in a comfortable position where I can really work nicely uh, and then take my time to do it. So what I do usually is I'll be in a sitting position with my back turned to my model. Mm -hmm. And they usually like that quite a bit for some reason. <laughs> you have quite a nice back, I think. That's probably part of it. Anyway, and who um, who is this good for? Like, wh when would you use this tie, I guess? What kind of person or what kind of bottom? Um, well, the thing is, if you're going to tie gravity boots, one thing we need to say is the anchor on the gravity boot is actually on the bottom of the foot, like where, um, where the sole of a shoe would be. Okay, that anchor, yeah, okay. Yeah? yeah? So that means when you put tension on the gravity boot, you're going mm -hmm. to put, to, to pull on the leg, right? Mm -hmm. And for some of the things we use gravity boots for, you're going to be putting quite a lot of tension, actually. Yeah, yeah, because you can suspend an entire person just from the gravity boots, right? Yeah, you, you, can, you can suspend the full body weight just from a set of gravity boots, and, and, and you see that actually quite often. So I would say it's maybe not the best tie for someone who has bad, bad joints in the lower body, <laughs> such as ankle problems, knee problems, or hip problems because those three joints are going to be uh, quite stressed by this type of, uh, of suspension. Mm 
and they are quite used at taking loads in one direction because usually usually human beings tend to be <laughs> head up feet down right yes yes so your knees and your ankles would be very very optimized for taking load coming from the top downwards mm-hmm. and with the gravity boots we, we're doing the opposite we're inverting gravity in fact mm-hmm. so your feet are going to be up your head is going to be down most of the time as we'll see it's not the only way to use the tie and so like maybe play around with that a bit and make sure your joints like don't scream out too much when you do that kind of thing mm-hmm. so maybe lift someone uh, in a partial suspension with it first rather than just taking them all yeah. the way up. Yeah, and definitely if you're a bottom and you have a history of knee problems, like you had, yeah, like you torn your uh, your knee ligament skiing, for instance, you really want to inform your rigor of that before you go into this type of suspensions. Mm-hmm. And so what is the safety level for the bottom in this one? Uh, well, if, if, if we assume we're talking about a full inversion, full suspension, which mm-hmm. once again is the most common use for this tie, but it's not the only use for this tie. Uh, clearly, you want to make sure that the gravity boots are tied quite secure, securely, because if they slip off, you are going to fall on your head. Oh, yes, that would not be good. That is considered a bad outcome. In, uh, yes, in yes, generally bottoms don't like that. Generally. Do not do not drop your bottoms on the head. They do not like and it. And it is quite scary, I think, when when you first do gravity boots. Like the first time I did it, I I was worried about falling on my head for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> you're you're only. I mean, visually, it looks like your whole body is hanging from not much at all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so what else do we need to be careful of? What are the risks? Uh, well, you remember those uh, those bony parts we mentioned. Mm. The... I call them an- ankle bones. Yeah, actually, then, like, I, I need to ask a, a proper doctor. But I don't think there's so much part of of the uh, ankle as they are part of the uh, bigger bones of a leg. Like, sure, sure. Feels, seems seems to me they're they're part of. Uh, uh, See how important it is for us to actually know the names of stuff. But yeah. I think mostly people will know them as ankle bones. Okay. Well, I, I was thinking of the French names because spoiler alert, sure. I'm, I'm French. Shocking. But I think the tibia bone. Uh, it feels it feels pretty connected to the tibia bone. Anyway, uh, look at your uh, anatomy drawings, people. Um, so those bones, we want to stay clear of them because you've got some sensitive parts around that. So you want to make sure that your upper wraps, the ankle wraps, are going to sit higher than those. Mm-hmm. And also, if your rope like cuts across that, you're you're sitting a bit of rope on a sphere. It's not going to stay in place very well. Mm, See what I mean? Mm. Like it's like you're trying to tie a balloon. <laughs> spherical, okay. spherical shapes don't, don't hold, hold the, yeah. don't hold yeah. the rope so well. But on the contrary, if you're above them, then they're going to be a natural uh, stopper for your rope. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, like proper placement is going to be important uh, with uh, with this tie. And lastly, if we're going to put a lot of loads you want to be careful not to have knots where the load would push them into the flesh and potentially uh, impinge some nerves. So which is why we use weaving, because weaving is actually a very nice way to lock rope without doing big pointy knots. Yeah, yeah, and it looks pretty too. It does, it does look pretty as a, a bonus.
Hey guys, this is Fox coming in for a short break. We really love making this rogue podcast and sharing it with you. Sadly, hosting a podcast isn't free, far from it actually. So if you like this podcast and you want to support us, you can do so at ropepodcast.com. You'll find ways to buy rope stuff so that we get a cut from your purchases and also ways to donate to us directly. And if you can't afford to do that, that's okay too. Just enjoy the podcast. Now back to our normal programming. Uh, so I, I guess we have sufficiently described the technical aspects of the tie. Um, Maya, you've been in Gravity Boots a couple times. Can you share a bit with us what it feels like to have them on? Yeah, so um, like I said, the first time was quite um, unnerving because uh, we did a full inversion. And, and we... to be clear, and to be clear, when you say unnerving, it does not mean you damage or destroy your nerves. No, it means that I was nervous. Okay. <laughs> other, the other kind of use of the word nerves. Um, yeah, so it was um, going. First of all, I didn't know what tie we were going to do because it was a scene at a party, and so um, we don't generally talk about those before because I trust you. And That's very nice, Maya. then when we started going up, um, I started going up. I was uh, there was definitely a moment where I thought, oh dear, this I don't, I'm not sure I can do this. Um, you always have that moment with every single suspension, <laughs> though, don't you? Kind of. Well, we do a lot of new things, and they're very stretching for me. Um, so yeah, so going up, I was quite nervous, and and the idea just like without having experienced it the idea of taking all my body weight just on my feet and ankles was quite scary because mm-hmm. um i wasn't sure uh how much pressure it would be on them and there definitely is a bit of discomfort so it, i think it's quite hard to get the wraps perfectly even across both feet right okay um and usually there's there'll be like one or two little bits not not huge where there's a bit more pressure um, so it takes me a little bit to settle into them, but once I have, then they're very comfortable. Um, circulation is a bit of an, uh, a, a thing, I think. So um, for sure, in the last one we did, where I was up a lot longer, um, my circulation like went. I, I couldn't feel my feet by the end of it. Yeah, if, uh, if you're scared of your uh, extremities getting purple and a little prickly, this is maybe not the best suspension for you, unless you keep it quite short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would expect pins and needles afterwards, but it's not. I mean, it's not really an issue. There's just a little bit of discomfort at the end. Um, but once I was in them and settled in them, then I loved them. That first time we did them, where that was the only tie, and I could spin around, um, and I could just touch the floor, so I could use the floor to like push off and mm-hmm. to spin around, and I could do um, back bends and front bends it was it was super fun i'd say maybe if you if you get seasick or motion sickness it might not be the best tie for playing in in that way yeah i, I recall you saying we a lot <laughs> i did i did say we a lot and that was interesting because in addition to my usual very spaced out ropeness um hanging up so the inversion itself also gives you quite um a strong feeling mm. uh, so i was quite spaced by the end of it okay that's, so that's pretty cool we, how else how are we actually going to use the tie so how can people use it in their scening or their suspensions or their play so the, the classic way we see gravity boots is with uh with someone in a tarot hangman position you you know the tarot right maya yeah, yeah. 
So the the hangman, you usually have this guy who's tied by his ankles to a tree or something, and he's hanging down perfectly vertically. So <laughs> that that is really the classical use of the gravity boots. But you can actually, if you think about it, use them in any orientation. Uh, and you can, in particular, use them as a substitute, substitute sorry, for a single column around the ankle. Okay, so uh, they take a bit more time, but they're very secure in terms of securing, fastening someone to uh, something. They like are. Uh, they are they are actually quite great to tie someone to a, a bedpost, and I had one of my partners who really enjoyed uh, the gravity boots much more than the single uh, the single column around the ankle. And if you're going to leave your bottom in um, a, a bedroom bondage position for a little while, or you're going to have a scene where they're going to struggle against the bonds a lot, maybe because actually the point of the scene is for them to try to break free of the rope. Or maybe you, you're doing some uh, some intense activities such as impact or tickling or otherwise, where you expect they're going to really pull on the ropes a lot. Uh, then I would suggest thinking about using a gravity boot rather than a single column around the ankle. Yeah, yeah, I can also see them in that orientation being more comfortable than a single column because a single column there's a lot of pressure on a smaller space if you're pulling. Hmm. Yeah, for certain. Uh, and they will keep form better. Because single columns, unless you make them uh, quite tight around the ankle, if if your single column is a bit loose around the ankle, if you're not careful about the positioning, once again with the malleolar bones, uh, they might get in a weird place if they're slightly mm. loose. So the gravity boot tends to stay in place better. Yeah, yeah, I've had single columns definitely rub quite a lot if I'm pulling on them for sure. Okay, so we talked about one of the ways that we use them, which is mm. um. Uh, in a full inversion. So how else um, how else have you used them? Uh, so yeah, the full inversion we did together at the Christmas Bowl here in Bangkok last year, mm -hmm. and that was mm -hmm. that was quite successful. It was one of the the funnier things that happened uh, that night. We also did one recently. Was it a week ago or a couple mm -hmm. of weeks ago, where you had the gravity boots and then you also had a chest harness, and yeah. we suspended you. From the gravity boots and the front stem of a chest harness, which puts you in sort of a diagonal inversion of sorts. Yes. So how yes. did how did that feel? That was that was really interesting because trying to balance my weight between the two of them was was quite challenging. And also sometimes I was in, in like a ninety degree angle, and sometimes I was straight, depending on like what I how I moved my body, I guess. Um, but it was actually very fun, and and for me, I don't like my head hanging down, so I don't mm -hmm. usually like face up um, uh, suspensions. But we did a hair tie, yes. and I like hair ties a lot. Yeah, we we should uh, we should mention that you have a neck issue that makes uh, face ups difficult for you in general. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably relevant. So so for me, normally I'm not that keen on face ups because if my head hangs backwards too far. Uh, it causes me some issues, but um, including the uh, hair tie meant that my head was actually supported. And mm. I have a lot of hair, so um, it works quite well for me, I think. Of, of course you have a lot of hair, that's, that's <laughs> the way we like it, Maya. 
Okay. And what other um, what other uh, scenes have you done, Fox? Uh, with with some of my partners, what have I done? I have done uh, Gravity Boots plus Hip Harness, and then you can play around with more uh, complex inversions because that gives you different points from which to move and transition your bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see those on my FET. Uh, also, I have done uh, Gravity Boots to a beam, to a ceiling beam as bedroom bondage because there are some quite interesting uh, applications for lifting your bottom's uh, legs up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can have them as separate boots or you can tie the boots together. I don't think we're yes, not sure we mentioned absolutely. that. Absolutely, depending on if you want uh, the legs uh, closed or on the contrary very open, you could, you could uh, tie them together as separate and create some nice effects in that way. And yeah, as, as we mentioned, I also like to use them horizontally to uh, tie into bedposts. Mm, mm. Nice. Um, okay. So that's all from us today at the Rope Podcast. So don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, iTunes or Stitcher. And come friend us on our FetLife page, which is Rope Podcast. Single word, no hyphen, no space, just Rope Podcast. We love questions from listeners, so drop us a message on FET and we'll try to answer you in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. And have fun tying.